Welcome to the Just Jesus Official Podcast. Welcome, my listeners. And today I have Barbara with me as a special guest once again. (laughs) Hello, everybody out there listening. And it's going to be a great new life discussion today. This is new life discussion three. And we're looking at this beautiful subject that is in lesson three of Just Jesus, Redeemed or Redemption. It's a powerful subject, isn't it, Bob? Yes, it's very, very powerful. And it's neglected in a lot of church circles today. But we're really going to find out what it means and we're going to discuss what it really means to be, as a Christian, a redeemed person. Mm. So before we continue, let's just read out a key scripture because we always go to the Word of God, don't we, Barbara? Of course, of course. And, and that's key. And it says in Romans 3.24, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And that key word, redemption, there. And again, when I look at this word, redemption, again, we, we, a lot, in a lot of church circles and in the Christian world, they seem to make it an effort. Mm. They seem to make it a work. But that's not true, is it, Barbara? No. Um, it, uh, redemption is not a work. It's by his grace. Yeah. And it's found in Christ Jesus. That's right. And as I've always said, it's all about just Jesus. Yeah. But we're going to focus today on this word redemption. And before we go on to the questions and discuss the questions, I just want to... Tell you, my listeners, that what deliver uh, what redemption actually means because it's a powerful meaning. It means deliverance affected through the death of Christ from the retributive wrath of a holy God and the merited penalty of sin. So basically, you're delivered from God's wrath, you're delivered from the penalty of sin because of the death of Christ. It also means liberation procured by the payment of a ransom. So that tells us how and by which means we're delivered from wrath and the penalty of sin by the death and by the blood of Christ on the cross. Again, it's not our blood. It's not Barbara's blood. No, not mine. It's not my blood. It's (laughs) Jesus's blood. That's right. But today we really want to focus on two questions and discuss today around these two questions and the two questions we'll start with question one why do you think christians fear god's judgment and you know judgment is a really what can i say crucial word in Mm. churches today judgment is thrown about a lot Mm. and especially the judgment of god and you're going to be judged by god and the wrath of god's coming upon you and you hear a lot of preaching around you don't you bob yes right yeah and we we really want to look at today um this question why do you think christians fear god's judgment over to you boss why why do you think christians fear god's judgment um i think christians fear god's judgment because they haven't really sort of acknowledged or understood that Christ's blood shed has already paid the price for their ransom. Do you know what I mean? It's already paid the price for them. And when you forget things as important as that, then, you know, as I said before, you do struggle and you 
you know, you're a little more unstable in your Christian thinking and in your Christian life. So they've forgotten or they haven't acknowledged what's truly happened to them when they became born again, really. Well, the, 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 one of the key things as well, Barbara, is the mm. fact that... Re- do you see redemption and deliverance? Because that's what it means. Mm. Redemption means deliverance. Mm. Uh, and we know that deliverance, again, is a word that's thrown all over the place in Christian churches and, and preaching today. Yeah. And we'll get on to that in a moment. But yeah. do, do, do you see redemption and deliverance from, from sin and the wrath of God as progressive? No, because it's a once and for all thing, isn't it? Um, you know, Christ would have done it once and for all. Yeah, I mean, and this is the thing. We, we again, deliverance seems to be preached in such a way in yeah, churches today to that it's it. a progressive thing. Yes. So I go Sunday, I get delivered. And then I go in a month's time or a week's time and I get delivered again. Mm. And it's like a constant progressive deliverance, isn't it? Right, I, yes. I've got issues. And, mm. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. but I've got issues that I need constant, continual, progressive deliverance on. Mm. Have you spotted that in churches? Yeah, many times in many different churches I've been through over the years. Are people, you know, they're still living those things over and over again. Yeah. And, um, you know, they don't have to do that anymore. Because once and for all, Christ paid, made that payment, that's it. So you don't have to keep going back and re, you know, trying to, you know, the guilt bit. Keep going over that again and again. It's been paid for once and all. You've been redeemed once and for all. Yeah, I think it's a few things you brought up there, Barbara, mm. is the continual... Mm. It's almost regurgitating exactly. the past, isn't mm. it? It's regurgitating the the sin mm. and uh, and the fear and the, of that penalty, Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, you, you know, so penalty and consequences... You, you, I think as well we must look at how people fear penalty as Christians. Mm. So that gives us a clue to how they view redemption and deliverance, yeah. doesn't it? When you caught, talk about penalty. <laughs> so yeah. how do you see that, Bob? Well, that's the thing, I think. People do sort of think about perhaps you know their everyday life and stuff like that and whatever natural consequences they have of certain things they carry that into their christian walk and experience and think god looks on them and views them that same way so that's that's what i think about that really uh, have you got any examples of what you mean by you know look you know in life um like say maybe you you're at work and you know you have a bit of a running with your boss and you're not turned up to work on time, that's an actual consequence of your work. And then they'll say, well, sorry, we have to let you go. And you're like, well, you know, is God judging me for this? No, he's not. You just didn't turn up when you're supposed to. You're driving along the road far too fast. You've gone to, you've broken the law in the speed limit. And then you pulled over. And you're like, it's God, you know, made me want, you know, it's God's fault. Well, this might have happened and it's not the case. It's a natural, you know, you have to pay a fine or something like that. It's a natural consequence of what you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes we see God, we do things and we think that God is still, you know, sort of, uh, sort of not happy with us. And he's still judging us when Christ's blood has already yeah. dealt with that sin and that. Um, and I think that's got to be brought across yeah. by that no, God is not, uh, you know, penalising us no. uh, 
for sins committed. Is no, it? no. Uh, because we've actually been delivered from that wrath, that penalty, and that the merit. The Greek word is very clear: the merited penalty of sin. Mm. Yeah. So our sins do merit penalty. Yes. Yes. But through Christ's death, we're redeemed from that penalty because he's paid a price in his blood. That's right. That's what it means. Mm. So we, we shouldn't, as Christians, go around fearing penalty from God for what we do. Mm. Now, you brought up the natural aspects, but mm. say breaking the law or turning up late to work and things like that. They have consequences, don't yeah. they? And we shouldn't see it as God judging us or being wrathful against us. Or penalising us because there are natural consequences in life, of mm. course. But the problem begins is when we we have a world view, mm. natural world view, like you've just described, yeah. and then bring it into the church, yeah, yeah, and into our Christian walk. Mm. So sometimes we mix the two two things mix up it, together. Yeah. You know the differences between natural consequences and you know, yeah, and that creates a confusion, of course, doesn't it? it does, yeah. Because we think that God's the same as this world. Yeah. And he's not. He's totally mm. different. Yeah. And that's why it's by grace. Yes. Because it's undeserved. Mm. Uh, and we must always remember that. So when we... Uh, again, what's the difference between penalty and consequences, Bob? What, what do you see the difference of penalty and consequences? Even in... as Because people out there will say, mm. well, if we're not being penalised by God, if we don't fear penalty for sin, if we don't fear... You know, God's wrath in sin because we are now delivered through the blood of Christ. Then, what's going to stop a Christian sinning? Is there a difference between penalty, as in from God, and consequences? Uh, yeah, because if you know the Lord has the Holy Spirit that lives within us, and if we are doing something wrong, He will use the Holy Spirit to motivate us to tell us to stop doing wrong, whereas, you know, a penalty and, and uh, a consequence, you know, they're all sort of in a negative sense, whereas God really has got our best interest at heart, isn't he? So, you know, he helps us to pull back in the areas where, you know, where we're going a bit astray and uses the Holy Spirit to touch our conscience Yeah. for change, really. Of course. Yeah. And I think, again, penalty is different from consequence. Yeah. Consequence is a natural... For instance, I go out, I commit adultery, I come back, tell you I've committed adultery, you can leave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's a natural consequence. Of that course, doesn't mean course. I'm being penalised by the wrath of God mm. for that sin. Mm. He's not happy with you. And I'll tell you, readers, you know, God's against sinning. Mm. But we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. But there's a natural consequence, but there isn't a divine wrath of God against me. No. In that sense, mm. God wants to wants me to repent. Yes, mm. He wants me to change my behaviour. Mm. Yes, He wants me to be restored. Yes, mm. and there's a way He does that, mm. but it's not through wrath because yeah. wrath is condemnation, and I'm doomed, mm. and you'd be doomed. Yeah. But the but there can be natural consequences, yes. even if I get restored. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there can be a natural consequence. Yeah. And I think, listeners, we've also got to understand that the grace of God teaches us how to be godly in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit also motivates us to be godly in Christ Jesus. And the scriptures are clear when it comes to the area of sin. It isn't about fearing penalty. 
because we are delivered from that. It's about counting ourselves. Romans 6 teaches, teaches us this. Count ourselves dead to sin because we are actually dead to sin. Yeah. And dead to its penalty. Yeah. So we count ourselves. We did the maths through Christ's death and resurrection. Yeah. We're now dead to sin. And we're alive to God. There's always that other... I notice how churches miss the other side of that scripture. Mm. They say, well, count yourself dead to sin. And they even make that into a work. And when it's really counting what Jesus has done, mm. that's made us dead to sin. And then alive to God. And a lot of people miss off that bit. Because yeah. that's the resurrection of Jesus' yeah. bit. That we are actually alive to God. Mm. And then Paul goes on to say, doesn't he? And now don't yield your members to sin. And that's our bodies, yeah. our actions, yeah. our mind, our eyes, our hands, our feet. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know. And and so that's a choice then we make. Yeah. You know, either for good or for bad. And as we mature in the faith, we've got to learn to make some decent good decisions. <laughs> but right. empowered by the Holy Spirit yeah. because we're not fearing judgment. We know what yeah. Christ's blood has done. That's an empowering factor. Yeah. So, um, and I, I just before we go into the second question, Barb's, I just want to point out to the listeners that Christ said on the cross, didn't he? It is finished. Yeah. It's a famous phrase, it's finished. Mm-hmm. That actually means the debt's paid. Yeah. It's what, in the ancient times, they used to use that term to, to signify, they used to stamp you know, uh, or, and sign their documents of debt when it had been paid in full, it's finished yeah. in the Greek language, mm. in the Hebrew language. So it's so important that we understand when Jesus says he's finished, he's saying the debt of the and the penalty of sin has now been paid for yeah. by my blood. Yes. And therefore in Christ there is no condemnation. That's right. Amen? Right. Amen. So let's just move on to the second question, Barbs. And it says here... In the second question, do you as a believer need deliverance from sin? Um, my answer to that is no. Okay. Um, because we, um, as a believer now, we've been delivered from that, you know, the sin penalty really. So we don't need to keep, after we've been, been a Christian, we don't need to... to uh, be delivered from sin again because Christ has took all our sins yeah. away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to keep, you know. So deliverance from sin, definitely not. Is no, so is my answer to that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, this is a tough question. It is. It is because Christians sin. Yes, they do. You know, and they can sin bad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and God is against sinning. Mm. You know, absolutely, one hundred percent. And sin is an enemy. One hundred percent. Yeah. And, and we should repent of, of sin. Change our minds, basically, yeah, yeah. of our behaviours. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. But there's a difference between repenting as in changing our ways, mm. changing our minds, changing our actions, mm. than having this belief in church today, mm. which is about deliverance. You need deliverance, brother, from that sin. Mm. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. Because almost we're re-crucifying the Lord again. Mm. We're saying what you did on the cross, Lord, didn't yeah. take effect. Yeah. And that is completely wrong. Right. Because as we found out in this lesson, Redemption, it's deliverance. Yes. We have been delivered yeah. from wrath 
penalty of sin. Yes. The payment and the, of the ransom has been paid by the blood of Christ. We have already been delivered in Christ Jesus That's from right. sin. That's right. Um, if we wasn't, then we would have the penalty of our sins. Mm. So we've been delivered from sin already. So your answer is actually right, Barbara, to say no Christian mm. doesn't need deliverance from sin. sin. And I'm talking about Christians here. Mm. That doesn't mean they don't sin. But rather than, you know, it goes round, doesn't it? It's rather than focusing on stopping what they're doing. Mm. They get to prayer ministry and try and keep getting delivered from it all the time. Yeah. And this is a false sense of security, really. Yes. So how have you seen this like kind of uh, deliverance aspect from sin in, in Christian circles? Is there any way you've seen it? Um, I think over the years, I'll say somebody's perhaps done something before they were born again, they've become born again and they keep sort of repeating the same old habits really of, you know, of sin. But really they just need to realise what Christ's blood has done for them and actually just stop doing that thing. Um, you know, whether, for example, I don't know if people swear or whatever, I don't know what the, you know, they need to stop doing that or they need to you know yeah there's a difference between stopping and deliverance yeah so they just need to stop it yeah stop you, you know let the life of christ that is now dwells in you and live in you uh, come out instead of these old ways yeah we don't I mean, live yeah. in the, under that we're you know under a new you know law of the lord really not yeah. not the old ways I mean, so again, I, I, I've seen this thrown about. You would have seen it in mm. certain deliverance ministries. Yeah. Certain prayer ministries mm. where a Christian always needs deliverance. Mm. Certain type of revival meetings mm. where almost a Christian can go down to the front every single week. Yeah, because it's all going to be... You know, there weren't no altar calls as yeah. such like we have them today mm. in the early church. You know, there wasn't going to the front to see Paul and be prayed for mm. and fall down every single week to get some sort of deliverance from their sins mm. and or a deliverance from a demon that's connected to those sins. Mm. You know, we, we I, I've seen, I don't know if you have, Barbara, you know, consecration services, mm. you know, where people prepare themselves and make themselves ready and holy before the Lord, you know, mm. uh, consecration uh, services. And all these kind of things go on and, and prayer deliverance. But we're redeemed already and we're delivered already. Yeah. So what you're talking about, Barbara, is the action that's mm, needed. Yeah. Not another prayer, not another demon cast out of us, but mm. rather start living right, walking in Jesus Christ yeah. as we have received him. Mm -hmm. So now let's walk in him. Mm -hmm. That's called walking in newness of life. Exactly. So the old life. It's now gone, isn't you it? know, we, no mention of prayer deliverance there. No. Is that no. every week, you know, mm. and and sometimes you know as well as I do, church can really churn this out, mm. but it's again false. Yeah. We just have to believe that Christ has done it yeah. and now walk in it. Yeah. It's as simple yeah, as that. So, yes. listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion today, uh, and I really want you to get the message that you are redeemed and delivered from the penalty of your sins. It's completely done already. 
So walk in the newness of life you receive. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to the person who comes and says you need deliverance again and again and again. And you need prayer deliverance again and again. And you need demons casting out of you again and again and again. If you need to stop something, repent, change your mind and act differently. So until next time on this new life discussion number three on Just Jesus official podcast. Until next time, God bless you.